This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's corporate cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp's software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. M-S-W Media. Hi, I'm Francis Callier. And I'm Angela V. Shelton. We are Frangela and welcome to The Final Word! The Final Word with Frangela! The Final Word. 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 Pa, pa, pa. We want to thank you for joining us here on the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network and MSW Media. Because you are amazing and you know where to come and get the hottest, best, sexiest, l- sexiest smartest. liberal, smartest, liberal entertainment there is on, I mean, vibing out there in the world. And saying. thank you for being on this journey with us. We also want to thank everybody who is supporting us through Patreon, who is, um, you know, supporting this podcast by listening to us, by posting and sharing. But, you know, the Patreon support really does keep us afloat. Okay. Yeah. You may or may not know that as performers, one of our major unions is on strike, the Writers Guild. And it's pretty likely that the acting unions will be going on strike also. So, um, even uh, while Patreon is always the thing that's keeping us afloat and we are so grateful for it, it it really, really is. So if you yeah. can, we appreciate it. We know not everyone can um, support financially and we totally understand that. Another way you can do that is to just to get more people to listen to this podcast, let them know about it, promote it amongst your friends and families or behind their back, get their devices and make them subscribe to it. You know what we would really appreciate this week? If you would just share the podcast on your social media this week. That would week. be amazing. That would be a huge, huge, huge help. If everybody got one friend mm-hmm. to subscribe, that would be amazing. That would be amazing. Also, you can always get a specialized video from Frangela. You can carry Frangela around in your pocket. Go to Cameo.com. That's right. We make a video for you. Yes. It gets sent to you. And then you can give it as a gift to someone or for yourself, a, maybe a pick me up, uh, uh, maybe a little, you know, what do we want? What what else? We can tell your kids to go to sleep. Or, yes. Happy anniversary. Whatever you need. You know, whatever you need. Happy anniversary. Happy birthday. Whatever. Yes. Just go to cameo.com. And you know what else? Join us. 
October 21st, if you are anywhere in the Los Angeles area, but I know a lot of y'all will get on the plane too, and come see us at the Saban here in Los Angeles. We are going to get down. It's kicking off the whole season where we're going to be fighting this GOP shit back. That's right. It's our only live show this year, so check it out. Yes, yes, yes. And always join us for the third hour of the Stephanie Miller Show every Friday for... The blackest hour in radio. Oh my God, it's so black. It is so black. And let me it, tell you something. It's mm. been especially black this week. Oof. It really has. It I really mean, has. Mama, I'm going to tell you, there are a couple times when Stephanie has done some dancing <laughs> that I feel like she's really, I don't, I, I've seen growth. Have you? Rhythm growth. I have. Well, you know, you know why. Why? Because she gets, you know, she happy. Oh, right. She she we <laughs> she got rhythm, bro, because she got rhythm. She got rhythm. <laughs> but her eyes are better this week. So she's like, there was no injuries. Thank God. Thank God. You know, we're love hurts, we're, people. Love hurts. Love does hurt. And you know what else hurt? Music legend Tina Turner passed away at 83 Ooh. this week. Oh, I just started crying the minute I saw it. I cannot tell you how much I love and respect and love and am honored to have lived in a world at the same time as Tina Turner, because she is undeniably one of the most amazing human beings I've ever known of. Yes. And, you know, and it doesn't, and, you know, of course they made a movie about it and a stage show and what have you. But to me, to me, the greatest thing she ever did was leave Ike. To me, what you know, mm-hmm. the courage it took to gather yourself up in fame at that time. At where, that age. At that age, exactly. And say, I don't give a fuck. You can have it. all this shit. Everything but my name. But I my work too name. hard for that. I work too hard for that. That to me is is the level because for me what she showed every person who is in an abusive relationship is that you can no matter who you are what you think people are going to say about you or think about you you can save yourself you there there is an opportunity and that those things happen to everyone. It doesn't matter that you make millions of dollars. It doesn't matter that, you know, you're famous. Um, it doesn't matter that she is the, was the sexiest, most strongest woman on stage. The, it, her home life was a crumbling fucking mess and she changed it. I I think about how wonderful, and I got... I get chills thinking about it, but how amazing it must have felt to be in Brazil in front of 180,000 fans over the age of 40 at a time, you know, in, in music and particularly in pop music, women, once you're over 28, they're like, oh, you're done, right? Like that's it. But here she is debuting her solo career at an age when most people would are saying that she should be doing like little tiny clubs and she's a has-been. And she's the one of the largest, and I think it may actually be the largest audience ever, um, but 180,000 live fans without Ike. Yeah. You cannot say 
that she, the, the greatest achievements of her career come post that abusive relationship. Yep. And that to me, the feeling and the pride of not only did you get your life back, not only did you claim yourself and your, and your safety and your family for yourself, but you got to claim your success. And she got to have a success that far out shines what she had already achieved, which was a lot. Yep. Yep. She burst out into fame as the star of the Ike and Tina Turner Review, which won eight Grammy Awards and sold over 200 million albums. She did that with Ike. Yep. Okay. She became a solo superstar at at the age of 44. Don't ever, don't never let somebody tell you it's too late. Don't you ever, ever, ever listen to that motherfucker who's sitting there telling you, you too old. Mm -hmm. Don't you ever, ever, ever believe that shit. With her album, Private Dancer, and cranked out a series of hits in the 80s and 90s that included Simply the Best and What's Love Got to Do With It. Her 1988 Break Every Rule tour demolished box office records in 13 countries. I mean, you Come can't on. be it. I mean, she took Oprah on tour. Remember that? That's and what Oprah I'm was saying. in a Tina wig. Remember those That's ladies? what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Come Amazing. On. So we lost an icon, but I'm grateful we had her. Grateful, grateful. And I listened to her weekly. Absolutely. I listened to her music all the time. I mean, you know, well, that's a whole nother story. But God bless you, Tina Turner. Thank you. Thank you for being. Thank you for being and showing us how to do it, girl. Rest in power. Target pulled some LBGTQ-themed merchandise following, quote, threats impacting our team members' sense of safety and well-being at work, unquote. Target said conservative activists have knocked down pride displays, approached workers, and posted threatening videos on social media from inside stores over its tuck-friendly women's swimsuits that allow trans women who have not had gender-affirming operations to conceal their genitalia. The so-called customers have falsely claimed that Target is selling the tuck-friendly swimsuits to kids. The swimsuits, however, are only offered in adult sizes. The move to remove items that have been at the center of the most significant confrontational behavior comes one week before Pride Month kicks off in uh, June 1st. I was on... TikTok, uh, I was scrolling, I was doom scrolling. And this woman was in Georgia and she was just like, y'all, I'm going just like this. Y'all, I'm going to Target. I'm going to go in Target. Let's look and see what they got. You know, she got a camera. She mm-hmm. goes straight to the LBGTQ stuff and, you know, and starts handling, you know, the onesies that, you know, say have a rainbow on it or just say pride. And she's like, look at this, look at this, look at this, look at this. And what was so clear, she went through all the materials and posted them, talked about how horrible it was, then went back home to her garden, talked about, you know, and I watched that and I was like, wow, wow. And then I looked at the responses, you know, and how hateful they were. And talking about grooming children. And I'm I'm like, wait a second. What does this onesie, how is this onesie hurting you? 
if somebody wants to buy this onesie and put it on their kid. Because I can tell you, I can go two stalls over and let me tell you about the uh all the pink clothes that I am that is being sold to me. I don't have options about how I'm going to dress my daughter or female. The gender you know? norming, the heterosexism gender norming. that is forced on your throat. Yes. I I don't have any, I don't have that option. Okay. I have a number of problems with this story. And I, I want to start here because I think it's that there's a reason why I am the vocabulary police, if you will. There's a reason why, because language is really important. Language is how things go from being in our heads to in the world. Yep. Okay. So that it is the birthing canal of how all of this hate starts. And so what I'd like to start with is the idea of calling people who are quite frankly criminals conservative activists. Mm -hmm. I'd like to start with the article saying that people who who uh, commit acts of vandalism, Mm -hmm. commit commit acts of uh, disturbance public disturbance who threaten other people which is against the law that they that they call these people in this article they call them conservative activists because their point of view is conservative no their point of view isn't conservative their point of view is violent anti-democratic yeah. and fascist and and hate that is it's not a political point of view what their point of view is anti-americans and what they are are criminals and calling them conservative activists it's the same thing as calling a group of guys with swastikas on their face or on their shirt and and ar-15s walking down the street calling them a militia they are not a militia they are a gang of domestic terrorists yep. we have to start demanding that the media use the right terms because when it's black people on screen they're refugees when they are fleeing a climate disaster in their neighborhood. When it's black people on screen, they're potential looters when they are standing on a corner peacefully demonstrating against cop police brutality. Yep. And I've had it. So this entire article does this yes. throughout. Also, my other issue is we're, we, what I'm watching on a larger scale with the GOP holding the, um, our, our finding the debt ceiling using the debt ceiling as a cudgel to hold America hostage there this is the smaller micro version of it so what they're doing is holding uh, everybody else hostage because target now has to be afraid of them okay so now we are what we are doing right now is negotiating with terrorists yes and allowing terrorists no. to define our experiences, what we can purchase, where we work, how we feel safe at work. And I'm not sitting here saying to Target, leave that shit on the on the shelves. If they're a business, they get to decide what to do in terms of their team. But make no mistake about it. It's capitulating to terrorists. There, that's that's what I wanted to say. We're not; they're not negotiating; they're capitulating. That's not a, nego a negotiation. There'd be a discussion, right? They're just capitulating. And the reality is that that's the only place that they're willing to do it. When we've been offended by gender norming, I, I can't tell you how many letters I've written about that, and, mm -hmm. and and nothing happens. But I have to say, also, there's so many things in this that are bizarre to me. I'm trying to understand why you would be against um, bathing suits that. Um, concealed genitalia is particularly in children. I, I, 
do you need to see children's genitalia? Like, I'm trying to understand why, that, to me, that just, if we just, just go from like, I'm a, I'm a, you know, an alien species and I'm trying to understand something here. Mm-hmm. Why do you need to see whether or not a child has a penis or a vagina when the, it's, it's not your child at all? And why do you need, to, in, in theory, that just out in the world that, that it, to me, there's something disgusting going on there. On top of it, the calling um, threatening people and assaulting people confrontational is BS. Yeah. It's a crime. It's assault. And I think when we talk about the, this is where I get really angry too, friends, because you just made this point so clearly. They're afraid. It's fear, right? So what Target says is, and and this I can't agree with as a business is we have a responsibility to keep our employees safe. This for for reasons that we aren't even involved in. This merchandise people who are attracted have come into the store and use this merchandise as an excuse to attack our employees and to create a threatening environment so we have to protect our employees so our simple solution is to get rid of the product well let me tell you there's other things they could do like they could have they they have security at target yep they could deal with the people yep and put them in jail. You know, there's a lot of other things they could do. But on top of that, what I get sick of is then being told that there's some sort of both sides do it. That that because let me tell you what they're not afraid of. They're not afraid of us. They're not afraid of progressives. They're not afraid. We could go up there every day and protest a whole bunch of things. And they would never once stop having the, the product there. They would never once capitulate us because they know we are not dangerous to them. These people are. They are well-known domestic terrorists. That's what they are. Right. And, and any anything that suggests that this is some sort of point of view that gets equal time is absolutely ridiculous. It's a fucking lie. It's a lie. And I'm so, I'm sick and tired I've of being it. associated with the lie. Thank you. Thank um, you. And and I'm sick and tired of these people trying to erase whole swaths of people. Let me tell you, you're not just because. You're going to try to uh, get rid of the word trans because you're transphobic. Will not, if your child, if your child believes that they are, they are a different and knows that they are a different gender. If I don't care how, what you do, you're not going to make that go away. You're not going to make it go away. What what I find really interesting about all of this is that these a lot of these people don't have children. Like they're not even, <laughs> I know. This isn't even about some experience of theirs. This is just it's just because it's just hate. There's no actual concern here other than hate. And the reason they're going after trans people is because they are the weakest. Yeah. Because this is the group that is the most misunderstood, the most maligned, the with the least amount of rights. It's not because they're actually a threat to anything. It's because they're easier, because cowards and bullies punch down. That's what they do and we allow we can't allow them to do it being an ally at this point and it has to be more active and we're going to talk about that and resist but we have to be more we just have to i also friends i just i have to say this and i do not understand it maybe i'm too simple you'll tell me right if i'm just too simple i will tell you i have spent zero time Zero percentage zero time thinking about anybody's genitalia and let me tell you I, it may shock people to learn how little I think of my own. <laughs> I mean, usually I, when I think of it, it's in a very cursory way because I have a momentary interaction with it. And it's just, this, this, 
this this whole concept that something going on in somebody else's life, in somebody else's biology, beyond, and of course we see it with pregnancy. We of course we see it with well, I was just, control. Uh, the next story. This is yes. the, here's the thing. Uh, you know, I'm sitting here screaming about transgender rights in that story when I now need to jump over to women's rights in the next yes. story. Because this is not, this is about controlling people. That's right. This is about controlling. It is not about, and we keep, I'm gonna keep saying it. These people are not about winning elections. They don't want elections. What they're about is a fascist takeover of our country and controlling people. And our bodies. Our bodies. That is their agenda. And you know what? And it is not, every time they show the map, where abortion has been banned, it's all the Southern states. We, and, and it makes me go back to a whole bunch of things of what's happening in Florida, et cetera, et cetera. These are the same, this is the same group of people who didn't want to stop owning people. So it's not beyond the pale it's the same group of people who don't want to stop running women's bodies these are the same these people have never let go of control of the reins that's right and and, and steadily and we have we have allowed it to become normalized to the That's point where, right. we, where we treat it in the media. And this is where I I, I can't with Andrea Mitchell, especially um, I can't with the with the mainstreaming of uh, fascism and the mainstreaming of white supremacy and the mainstreaming of hate, um, of misogyny and transphobia. And transphobia it doesn't even sound just straight up genocidal rage towards groups of people. Uh, I, I, I've had it with people acting like it's just another point of view and these people have a point of view. No, they don't. No, they don't. They have an agenda. South Carolina Senate passed a ban on abortion after six weeks of pregnancy. The legislation which bans most abortions after early cardiac activity can be detected in fetus or embryo heads to Republican Governor, Governor Henry McMaster, who said he will sign it. A, a physician who knowingly violates the law will, would have their license revoked and could face felony charges, fines, and jail time. At least 25 states have restricted abortion access since the Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade. And did you watch the five Republican women sitting there trying to fight against this? I'm, I'm going to tell you something, ho, and I mean it just like this. You let the tiger out. Yep. You can't turn around and close the door. I don't know why these people don't get this, but when you ride with demagogues, when you ride with fascists, they gonna get to you. Yep. I have nothing for them, nothing. But here we are. The biscuit making, gender denying hoes. I can't. I know. Florida, a Florida elementary school restricted, restricted access to the poem recited at Biden's 2020 presidential inauguration after one parent I don't even Complaint. know if she's a parent. Is she? Do we know for sure she's a parent? She's a person. Yes. Amanda Gorman, the youngest inaugural poet in U.S. history, said that she was gutted that her poem, The Hill We Climb, was moved to the uh, library's middle school section, which is for grades six through eight. 
a review committee at a Miami Dade. That's banning it in other it areas. See, this, I watched uh, Maxwell Frost have to have to school Andrea Mitchell on this just now earlier yeah. today. That that's banning it because yeah. Andrea Mitchell tried to say oh, it hasn't been banned; it's been moved. That's banning it. You took it away from a group of people and said that they can't have access to it. That's right. That's right. I don't know if you saw. I saw. Um, Again, uh, a group of uh, of uh, teachers and workers were uh, videotaping, and I'm talking huge. Like it's enough. You think think the size of a small car, right? They were removing. Thank you. They were removing about five or six of small cars worth of books that had been banned within the school library. And it was all about every book that was about any black person. And I'm talking, we're talking thousands of books mm -hmm. from one school. Mm -hmm. It's happening. This is happening, everybody. And I gotta tell you something. Go ahead, make your kids dumber. Yeah. Make your kids dumber. Make them even less competitive in the world. Make them even less aware of their own rights and responsibilities. I mean, we already have a population that can't distinguish between opinion and fact. So you're going to, you want to make people dumber? That seems like the future? Okay. Like, this is the thing. When I talk to people, like, it is time that we all start to understand that taking back our country, we, I'm talking about taking back acts like we ever had it. We we need a progressive revolution where we get it. Yeah. Because there are more of us. And this is ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Speaking of ridiculous. Oh, oh. Okay. Ron DeSantis enters the 2024 GOP presidential race via Twitter. And what was funny. Okay, but Francis, wait, I think it's only fair. I think it's only fair. Shouldn't we just play? Let's just play the beginning of it. Sure, sure. He made his big announcement. I'll play the beginning of it because I, yeah, because let me play the beginning of it for you guys so that you you understand what we're talking about. Here we go. Now it's quiet. So what you heard there, that was the beginning. That <laughs> <laughs> like the like somebody dropped the microphone into like the washing machine and then I, well, my favorite part is the whisper okay okay that is working now is it working like i mean <laughs> can we talk about for a minute can i clown on this for just a minute how are you gonna be sitting next to the owner he owns tech support okay <laughs> owns it they sending rockets trying to go to mars and shit and they can't make some audio work. Like, I was like, this is hilarious because you were literally, this is my thing, Francis. If I'm sitting next to, on a plane and I'm sitting next to the CEO of Delta, okay? Mm -hmm. And we on a Delta flight. You know what I expect? What? I expect that flight to be on time. I Do expect you? that flight to go really, really well. You know why? Because everybody's boss is sitting right there. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how you asking to be everybody's boss, DeSantis, next to the boss of this platform and ain't none of your shit working. Now, and you, what you're saying to me is, you're going to fix stuff? You can't fix this tech situation right now. Well, and and here's the thing. Trump is absolutely right. He can't buy a fucking personality. 
know, I know. And he couldn't, oh, and everybody all day was going, but why wasn't there no video? Why, why no video? Because he has no personality. Have you watched him? Some of my favorites are when he has to deal with actual humans. Yes. And and like one of my favorite moments recently is he's standing there awkwardly and he says, what's your name? And the man says, it's, you know, it's J Mike Jones. And then he goes, okay. Like, he has no idea how to have a basic human conversation. Mm -mm. And I was like, what kills me is the, a chat bot. If they could just put a chat bot in his ear. And if I were his campaign manager, that's what I would do. Mm -hmm. I'd have a chat bot and telling him what to say. Because he really, it is rare to find somebody this incapable of an even remotely normal moment. I used to, I thought Mike Pence had problems. I really did, but Mike Pence is garrulous and and completely like the life of the party compared he to really DeSantis. Is. He is. He is a <laughs> he playful, jaunty, witty, sexy, witty. Repartee. I mean, wow, DeSantis is a problem. Like the Oscar Wilde of this of this Republican GOP, mm -hmm. um, Pence compared to. I just. It was so embarrassing. And this idea that it's breaking the servers, it got less views than I think than- There like, were 400,000 people. It wasn't even a half a million. And if if you're telling me- No, and, and and let me tell you something, you know, who everybody, they showed so many, so the watermelon being blown up on Twitter got like a million more. Like exactly. I'm just saying, <laughs> like it's not, it's so bad and it's so, does not inspire confidence. And it's so, and then at the end, what I loved is when Ron DeSantis, so this is like, it, it went over an hour, it's, you barely audible. There's tech problems throughout the whole thing. It sounds terrible. You can't see anything. And then DeSantis says, you know, we should do this again. And I was like, you know what, Ron DeSantis, you're the first human adult I've met in this country who doesn't know what again means. You can only do something again if you've done it once. That's right. You didn't do this. Yeah. Yeah. And, and here's the thing. I, I love what's going on with the GOP because Donald Trump is going to be. going to break them all break them all. Donald Trump, they're going to allow to run and represent them mm -hmm. while, and he's going to go to jail. Oh, I yeah. believe that. I believe, I that, believe that now. I believe he will go to jail before. Maybe not for all the things I'd like him to be in jail for, but like OJ, he going to taste metal. He is. He is. And, and, and it's going to happen before the presidential election. I believe that. I believe these people will vote for him in jail, which I think will be even uh, will be a really great revelatory moment for the rest of this country. Right. And so what the other issue is, and so what DeSantis thinks is Donald Trump's got all these other issues. He can't be the president. But what DeSantis doesn't understand is he's only been appealing to 25 percent of this country. And, and they don't like him. And they don't like him. And if Trump says don't and that he can't take the Trump he can't take here's and I hate even saying this sentence. Donald Trump is a spectacle. That's right. Okay. He is a spectacle. He's a spectacle in his ignorance and he's a spectacle by by his actions. And I, I don't like when people call him some sort of like genius of, you know, the media, because I don't think that's it. I think he's a spectacle. We like to watch. He's he's funny to watch trip and he knows how to captivate very small minded idiots. And that's and, and then that's something to watch. Yeah. But I, I look at him and I think you can't get you don't have that. 
You don't no. have that quality, Ron DeSantis. And the fact is, you wouldn't be governor of Florida if you hadn't cheated. You wouldn't be governor of Florida if they ha- if you hadn't disenfranchised people who had been reenfranchised, yes. you know, or gotten their right voting rights back after getting out of jail. You wouldn't be governor if you didn't um, absolutely if this Florida State Assembly, et cetera, didn't do everything they could to gerrymander that state. If everybody in Florida who's supposed to vote could vote, he wouldn't be governor. That's right. Well, He's getting support from Florida. That's right. And and he raised a one million dollars online in the hour after did. his he announcement. I'd like to see the receipts, Francis. Are okay. we talking because you know what that is? Hmm. And I'm willing to bet this. Yeah, he may have raised a million dollars from one pack. Yeah. On one person. And that's Elon Musk's. Right. I believe it's that 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 is Elon. That is if he raised anything. Yep. That'll be what it is. Tech bros. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Liz Winstead. I'm Moji Alawode L. And we're the hosts of Feminist Buzzkills, the only weekly podcast dedicated to keeping you informed while making you laugh as we all navigate this post Roe v. Wade hellscape. The Supreme Court has declared that all of our uteri are just Airbnbs for the seat of the patriarchy. So every week we break down all the garbage news from that sketchy intersection of abortion and misogyny with the abortion providers and activists we need to be hearing from right now. Plus, we talk to your favorite comedians. Because face it, if your revolution doesn't have laughter, you're doing it wrong. Feminist Buzzkills drops Fridays wherever you get your podcasts. Listen, subscribe, join us on Patreon. Because when BS is popping, we pop off. It's no surprise that newsmakers try to manipulate the audience. They want you to believe that they are the one holding the line and they'll use any trick they can to get you there. But don't let them fool you. Get unspun. I'm Amanda Sturgill. I've been a reporter, and today I teach future reporters to cut the spin and think critically about what newsmakers say. My podcast, Unspun, shows you how to know when you're being manipulated by the news. Learn to spot the tricks and how to make up your own mind about what's true. So if you're tired of being fooled by the news, subscribe to Unspun today. Unspun, because you deserve the truth. Welcome back. The White House calls latest debt ceiling talks productive. You know what? I really do believe that the White House isn't taking these terrorists seriously. These people, I do not believe that they are are negotiating in good faith. I really don't. You mean the Republicans? The, the Republicans. You mean McCarthy? Yeah. McCarthy. Do you think so? Are you saying that you feel like they are um, that the White House is believes that they're that they're that they're negotiating good faith? Yes. And I, I, I think that I think that they're doing they're playing by the old playbook of how you're supposed to speak about things in public. Yeah. That I don't think that for one minute they think that they're um, that they actually there's no there's nothing to negotiate. This this is the thing. And it's frustrating, you know, because. The media continually doesn't. Every time this gets talked about, they need to say the debt ceiling, which is represents not a budget. This is not a budget. This is money that has already been spent. Yes. This is this is this is money that they approved to have spent when Trump ran up the debt. This is these bills are done. 
25% of this debt ceiling is shit they did. That's right. And they raised it, what, three times for Trump? And here's the thing, that what they need, what everybody needs to hear and what the media needs to say every time is that McCarthy, et cetera, what they are saying is we will destroy this country. That's we will destroy right. its economy. We will do something that has never happened before in history. We will destroy your businesses. We will take away all of our re resources for everyone in this country because we can and we feel like it and we want to flex. That's, That's right. it. That's right. Because it's not it is not make sense. And they seem to think if we crash the economy, that'll hurt Biden's reelection chances. When you look at these are people who are willing to careen us all to into a cliff or all yep. over a cliff edge for political potential political gain for a candidate who wants to destroy our country. It's 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 absolutely insane. And of course they're not negotiating. They're not there's nothing to negotiate. No, <laughs> like, no, no. But but we're we're all being held hostage. And like I said, the micro is uh, the situation in Target at Target. Well, I think that's a distraction, right? That's the distraction. Move. But that's the micro version yeah. of what's happening in the government. And all we keep well, doing no, if is they have us look at that, then yeah, we're not looking at that. And if we keep teaching people that they can take any organization yep. from the government to uh, a company and hold them hostage. Yep. One person. One person. I can I can I can derail Amanda Gorman's fucking That's right. Poem. I because of my complaint and how I'm going to behave and I'm going to stop this whole train. That's right. Because I don't want this. These people have more rights than us. That's and right. I, and I and I really think, you know, I think Wanda Sykes said it best. She said, until a drag queen walks into a school and beats eight kids to death with a copy of To Kill a Mockingbird, I think you're focusing on the wrong shit. That is the whole game is focusing on the wrong shit. The mm -hmm. whole game is and the media and I, the major media is absolutely complicit in it because this discussion, any discussion I've had to hear over and over again that Biden's too old. I have to hear over and over again that Feinstein needs to resign. I have to hear all these conversations. But what they're not talking about is this. What they're not talking about is destroying this country. There are article after article about what will ha how the debt ceiling not being raised will affect you. Let me make it simple. You will lose your, if you have a retirement account fund, it's gone. Yeah. If you have a business, it's gone. Anything that you were able to cobble together, get sort of back since COVID will be gone. Yep. Millions of people fired. Yep. Lay it off. Companies going out. That's what it is. And that's and because because the GOP can because they can't because they feel like they can. And and this is why I'm like, no, fuck you. Yep. Yep. January 6th rioter who put feet on Pelosi's desk sentenced to 54 months. OK, again, this is not a rioter. This is an insurrectionist. Yep. And I know you say rioter is not a great term, but it's call it what it is. And he's not he's not. The crime wasn't putting his feet on her desk. No. The crime was beating up law enforcement, trespassing criminally and violently with weapons into the hallowed halls of our democracy, violating it and attempting to kidnap and or murder members, elected members of our government. But the sort of the making it sound like like, oh, like they were rowdy. And all he did was put his feet up on our desks. Like, it's like, are you kidding me? And you know what his fine is for this? Hmm. Two thousand dollars. Wow. That's it. Yep. 2000 can you imagine i know i know if, if you know what here's the thing if that group had been all black there would have been so many bodies 
on those stairs? Well, nothing wouldn't have happened because let yeah. four let four black people try to walk up past security and see what <laughs> happens. Let alone hundreds, it never would have happened. Right. Like the, 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 this 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 gathering would not have happened. Yeah. This thing right here, this next thing, really, really, really. Texas is, is it Texas racing to the bottom? Like, it really feels like Texas and Florida and Tennessee are all on this massive race to be the worst place ever. Yep. Texas House passes bill allowing chaplains in school. Now, first of all, whatever happened to the separation of church and state? Well, uh, Francis, they say that's false doctrine. That's what the that's what they say. That's for, that thing that you were raised on in school, the separation of church and state, that whole the, the premise, the entire constitution, the reason why you know pilgrims, whatever came, all that. Yeah, that's false. Because you know what? For me, it's it's we want we're going to work, and it's the same thing with slavery and everything else. We are going to work the system to work to our benefit for what we want, and we will bend every rule, every word, every concept mm -hmm. into the fashion in which it supports our ideology. The Texas House of Representatives on Wednesday passed a bill that will let unlicensed Religious chaplains work in public school, including to replace professional counselors. So, uh, and trained uh, counselors, trained, uh, trained counselors who go to school for counseling, spent, for counseling yeah. spent years learning techniques mm -hmm. and skills. This mm -hmm. group and getting licensed and getting licensed and working in schools. This is a group of people who can get, I think it's literally less than four hours to get um, they don't have to be licensed no, unlicensed no. religious chaplains religious chaplains a chaplain that's just a clergy person in charge of a chapel uh, a clergyman official attached to a branch of the military to an institution or to a family or court it, there's nothing there's no um greater de de defining of that term and to get the certificate, you only have to spend, to become one of these chaplains, you only have to spend four hours. So any man can go and spend half a day and become half a work day and, be, and come and replace professional counselors. And these are all men, by the way. In these are women that, yeah, in this yeah. group that has been approved. These are all men. I don't, I'm going to tell you, this is not safe. First of all, I I grew up at a Catholic school. Yeah, I was about to say, Francis, have we, I don't know if it's just this weird feeling I have, but it seems like fairly recently there's been a lot of problems with male clergy. Touching children? Yeah, am I making that up? No, you're not, Angela. And what they have done is created a lane, a pipeline to send anybody Oh, you're going to wish they were Catholic. You're going to wish this was a religion that you understood or I've had heard of. It, it is the most ridiculous in the world to say, ridiculous thing in the world to say that there is no separate, the church and the separation of church and state is a, is just not true. It's not, it's a fraudulent misunderstanding of, 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 you know, the, the laws of the United States. It's absolutely a ridiculous thing to say, but the idea that, that understand it's not that they're against being told how to raise their kids. What they're against is you, anybody raising their kids other than the way they want them raised. That's right. Because this, again, if you don't agree with it, this is having something forced on you. They don't have a problem with things being forced on you. They just want it to be white supremacy. Right. And also, fuck you. 
I'm not Christian. You don't have to be. Oh, and I don't but do you? That. And I didn't raise my kid to believe those beliefs. I, I, I'm, I need to say this, and I, and I, and it gives me no joy to say it this way. Everybody listening, we all have to get a lot more raucous. And I, by that, I don't mean like jumping around in the street or screaming or yelling or violating anybody's rights or threatening or anything. That what I mean is that the, the days of allowing somebody to say something ignorant in a group situation and just not saying anything to it or walking out, those days have to be over. We really do have to be vigilant at all steps. And when you see something, hear something, witness it, we all need to be able to stand up and say, no, that's yeah. just wrong. And, and, and every time and not be afraid to do it and, and stand with each other in locked arms to do it. And that is our final word. And now it's time for emails, emails. Time to go get your emails. Thank you for writing us at franchula08 at gmail.com. We do respond to your emails. Thank you. Mm -hmm. uh, this first email is to us from Mary Beth. She says, Thank you so much. Your micro idiots are the happy spot in my day. So glad to be one of your Patreon supporters. You can even write us on Patreon. There's a special messaging thing there. Mm -hmm. And you can make comments on the micro idiots. So the micro idiots go up every week. They're three every week. They're over 300 there now, or sorry, 500 there now. And you can put like commentary and then we can, we come in and we comment and we have a little conversations. It's lots of fun. Yes. Next up, this is entitled Curious Case of AVS's Death. The what? final word. My death? Yes, Zamal F. wrote us. He said, Angela V. Shelton has passed away after attending a spades tournament held at her local HBCU. <laughs> after three hands and reneging twice. Yep, that's you. That is not fair. Causing her and her teammate to be down 200 points, Ms. Shelton declared that she was not really aware of all the rules of the game. There's no need to continue this article as we all know what happened and the opposing team probably joined in the fracas. Okay, I object to this mischaracterization <laughs> of my spades play. You have played spades with me. Now, the truth of my spades play is this, is that Francis is probably the only person who can play with me because she understands how my mind works. I do. It's true. It's true. But I've never reneged. No, you've never reneged. You have never reneged. You're not a great spades player, but, but you never are never reneged. reneged. And you're not bad. No, just I'm not, not great. bad. Well, because I don't focus or pay attention. Right. And that's part of the problem. Right. Or in fact, one might say that's the entire problem. Right. <laughs> because what happens is, and I won't get into the spades back and forth, because I actually play spades on my phone all the time. The problem with me is that my attention wanders and I'm in it for the social game. So I will forget that somebody already played something or I'll be like, oh, can I play a spade yet? Which you're not supposed to ask that. Like, it just, like I have some um style issues. Yes. But yes. I do know there's a reason why I don't play cards with people, particularly black people, because I don't want to die. Right. And, and I would understand killing me. Right. I'll take because this it's, stuff serious. Very it's, it's serious. It's serious. Did you see that video? That video, somebody sent us a video of black people playing a game. Game night. And there's one white guy there, right? And he looks terrible. He looks so shocked and kind of scared, but like he doesn't know what he's standing there. And his friend has got his arm holding him there. And he just looks so like, what? They're because they're jumping up. First of all, everybody's standing. Yes. And screaming. It's a board game. Everybody's standing. And everybody's screaming at each other. No, you can't do that. You can't do that. No, 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 no. And he's just like looking all around like, what is happening? I have 
have to say this out loud again and again and again. I, until I played a game with white people, I didn't know that that is how that you could just sit and play the game. <laughs> that was I'm not kidding. It was the first time I ever. It was the weirdest. It was a culture fucking shock mm-hmm. that I sat down with people and they played the game and nobody was screaming, nobody was uh, threatening. I still think that your family is on the outside of this, Francis. I still think the whole stabbing thing is still, that puts you at an end of the spectrum. It's not a good game if nobody gets stabbed. See, I, for me, the stabbing ruins, it really does it ruin game night. It shows the passion. It ruins game night for me. And I'm going to be clear about this. I'm anti-stabbing, period. Okay, okay. Well, if that's okay. your stance, if that is <laughs> your stance. My, my particular, I'm anti-stabby viewpoint. That is my... I understand that. I, I understand that. I was born this way. I don't like being stabbed. I I mean... Well, no, 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 no. See, here's the thing. When the, when the knife comes out, everybody knows to run. Okay, my you point You stupid is if you get stabbed. When we sit down to a game of Candyland, I shouldn't have to... I shouldn't have to have running shoes on. I shouldn't have to be like, then you're going to get stabbed. Then, gonna, then, then the stabbing is for you. Okay. <laughs> I feel like we're, I feel like we're just not hearing each other on this. <laughs> I, I mean, not. as clear as possible. Trying to teach you like, how not to get stabbed. Okay. I feel like I shouldn't have to avoid stabbing. I feel mm. like there should be no stabbing. Well, that's a feeling. I'm, I'm giving you facts. Okay. Okay, we will have to. We gonna have to. We will revisit this. I don't, okay, we, we, we're yeah, not we, making we, a lot of progress today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll go to. Re- let's go to resist. Okay, here we go. And now it's time for resistance. <laughs> okay, here's the deal. You a trans ally. Period. So yep. number one, um, we want you to go to glad.org. That's g l a a d dot org, and look for things you can do for transgender equality and how to be a good ally. Everybody needs to, if you could do that this week, sometime this week, sit down and look at that, read through it. That would be really important. The next thing we'd like you to do, and this was also Rachel Maddow talked about this on her show. It's in the Maddow blog, but we will put the links up also um, in our show notes. They go to georgetown.edu. They have a quick guide for how to deal with protecting pride events from armed extremist activity. And they um, they have a quick guide there and they have a much, you know, a, a who to contact, how to be involved in things that, that we can all do if we see armed groups at pride events or other LGBTQ plus uh, events and talks about our rights and responsibilities, personal responsibilities and what rights we don't have. And to be clear, it's illegal to be a paramilitary organization operating in this country that that they don't it's not legal for these groups to do that in any state to to be armed and patrolling that has to be a regulated defined militia that the government like the um you know what do they call the people who when we have problems we send them out right 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 you know who I'm talking uh, about armed uh, God, why am I losing the name of them you know who I'm talking about Something yeah with reserve the reserves but the yeah you know who we're talking about yeah, yeah. those people um that you can't declare yourself a, a, a militia that's there to protect or do anything for anyone mm-hmm. whether your po- whatever your politics national are. guard god they, jesus ooh, that was hard i don't know jesus. what is going on i you know what i think it's the whole stabbing thing i'm nervous now i feel like i could get stabbed <laughs> you're stabby it put us I'm in a weird place stabby well I'm, I'm just all I'm doing. You're pro stabby. 
Stabby, all I am doing oh, is articulating okay. you know realities. What? You know what? This is so, I don't hate anyone. I'm just proud of white people. This is so, <laughs> I don't, I'm not pro a stabbing. I'm just proud of it. Like it is so, you were so dancing on that razor's edge. <laughs> I'm Francis Callier. I'm Angela V. Shelton. We are Frangela. Thank you so much for listening to The Final Word. It's no surprise that newsmakers try to manipulate the audience. They want you to believe that they are the one holding the line and they'll use any trick they can to get you there. But don't let them fool you. Get unspun. I'm Amanda Sturgill. I've been a reporter, and today I teach future reporters to cut the spin and think critically about what newsmakers say. My podcast, Unspun, shows you how to know when you're being manipulated by the news. Learn to spot the tricks and how to make up your own mind about what's true. So if you're tired of being fooled by the news, subscribe to Unspun today. Unspun, because you deserve the truth.